Hi friends, and welcome to Live Well with Emily, a podcast where we talk about all things yoga, Ayurveda, mindful living, and holistic wellness. My goal is to inspire and empower you to cultivate a deep sense of connection with yourself and give you the tools necessary to live a more balanced, healthy, peaceful life. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. love welcome back to the podcast in this episode i'm going to talk a little bit about nuts seeds grains and legumes and why it's important to soak and even potentially sprout them before eating as usual this episode is just going to be a brief overview as most of you know i am a mom to a three-year-old boy so my life is very preoccupied 99 percent of the time just being a mom and i only have so much time at this moment in my life to really send out into the world as he gets older I'll be able to put more time and energy into this podcast, make the episodes longer if that's something that you're into. Um, But for now, if you have questions or you'd like to talk more in depth about anything that I bring up on here, please feel free to reach out and we can really... um, have a more thorough conversation about all of this. My hope is that with these episodes, um, you know, that they sort of light a little spark of curiosity within you so that you can delve deeper and learn more either from me or some other trusted source. Okay. So nuts, seeds, grains, and legumes, they're all very beneficial for our health, but they can be difficult for the body to digest. They're all very high in phytic acid and enzyme inhibitors, meaning that they're binding to the minerals in your food and then blocking the absorption of these key nutrients in the body. So phytic acid causes your enzymes, which help you assimilate and digest food properly, to essentially turn off. Your enzymes turn off, or at least they lessen their activity, right? So these are also known as anti-nutrients. It's basically just nature's way of protecting the nuts and the seeds and the grains and the beans from harmful circumstances that would kill or hurt them um, before they're ready to, you know, germinate and thrive as a plant, But if we're eating these things, we need to neutralize the phytic acids and enzyme inhibitors, aka those anti-nutrients, before we eat them. That way we can really get the benefits of nuts and grains without the added stress of digestion added on top. When we soak nuts and grains and beans, we're better able to absorb the great nutrients from these plants because we've um, we've given them optimal conditions to sprout, which removes the anti-nutrients and enhances the good stuff. Remember, nuts and grains in particular are super great for building ojas. If you haven't listened to the ojas episode, go back and listen to it. Um, it's basically ojas is essentially your immune system, your mental immunity, your ability to uh, withstand stress, etc., etc. 
And legumes are a staple in Ayurvedic health as well, right? Look at all the lentils we eat. Look at the mung beans in your kitchery. Um, But if your body isn't able to really absorb that food, then it's not actually helping the body, right? In fact, as I discussed a little bit just a minute ago, um, it may even block the absorption of other minerals and key nutrients from being used by your body. So soaking and sprouting is especially important if you experience gas, bloating, other digestive disruptions after consuming beans or grains. You'll especially feel this more if you are a vata or kapha kind of person. But even if you don't have any obvious or intense reactions when you eat these foods, your body will still really benefit from soaking and sprouting these plants. Um, It actually enhances the amount of vitamins and minerals that are even available within the plant in the first place. So to soak your nuts and your seeds, your grains, your beans, you'll need a clean quart mason jar or a large glass bowl if you don't have a mason jar. And then you'll also need a cheesecloth, some sea salt, and filtered water, and maybe a rubber band, um, especially if you aren't using a mason jar so you don't have the lid. Soaking time and measurements are going to vary depending on what you're working with, but um, here's the general gist of how to soak, right? So step one, um, and first of all, let me just say really fast that I'm going to have this whole podcast episode written up on my blog at emilyobrienwellness.com. So if you want to see the visual of how to do this, you can go there and check it out. Um, but I'll go through it on here real quick too. So for soaking, step one is you want to add your raw nuts or seeds, your food of choice, in the mason jar. Number two is going to be warming up your filtered water just slightly. You don't want it hot, but warm is good. Step three is to pour enough water into the jar to cover the food entirely. And then step four, you want to just you want to stir in one to two tablespoons of sea salt into the water. Step five, cover the mason jar with cheesecloth, tighten the cloth with the mason jar ring or a rubber band of some sort. Even like a string will work if you just tie a string around it. And then number six is letting that soak for at least seven hours on the countertop. So quick note about that though, remember that soaking and sprouting time is going to differ depending on what it is you're working with. So be sure to do a quick Google check or something like that. Check your cookbooks, whatever it is that you use, um, of how long to soak each grain, bean, seed, etc. cetera, uh, before starting the process. Don't stress about it too much though. Like it's really hard to ruin the soaking process, but it's nice to know. Um, okay. And then, so after we let it soak for at least, you know, around, let's just say seven hours, um, or overnight is another great option. Just do it right before you go to sleep or whatever. Uh, then you'll want to strain and rinse the food of choice. Yes. Um, and then from there, after you strain, you're going to pour the food into, a large plate or cookie sheet to dry, and then store it in an airtight container in the fridge. So you can use, um, if you're making, if you're soaking nuts or seeds, you can use these to 
make homemade milk, or you can just snack on them as is. If you want the nuts to be crispier because soaking them is going to soften them, right? You can bake them on a baking sheet in the oven. Um, and it's recommended to do it on a low temperature, like real low, like 150 degrees Fahrenheit for up to even 24 hours, just checking on them regularly to see if they're crisp enough for you. You could even add some spices to them before baking it. If you want some like sweet or spicy or uh, tangy kind of nuts, whatever you're going for. And then, um, so you can simply take this one step of soaking your foods, your nuts, your beans, your grains, your seeds, uh, which in and of itself will greatly help with digestion and assimilation of the nutrients. Or you can uh, go on to the next step, which is sprouting them as well, right? So this really will turn the food into a super nutrient-dense living plant, Sprouts are going to be more nutritious than their raw seed counterparts. So uh, if you're looking for a simple way to really pack a punch in your daily health, this is perfect. So for sprouting, you're going to take those same steps, right? You place the seeds or the beans, the grains in your mason jar. You fill it with water. You add a little bit of salt. You let it stir. You cover it with the cheesecloth. Tighten the cheesecloth with a ring or a rubber band. Let it soak for seven to 10 hours in a cool, dry place. And then after the soaking, you're going to drain and rinse the nuts or seeds or grains or beans, <laughs> and then replace them in the jar again, close the jar with the cheesecloth again, and then turn the jar upside down, propping it up at like a 45 degree-ish diagonal kind of angle in a bowl or a Pyrex measuring cup, whatever you got on hand. Okay. And then let that sit for about 12 hours and then you'll rinse the seeds or whatever it is you're using and put them back in their 45 degree angle again, right? So this really circulates the air and ensures good drainage through all ingredients while also creating optimal circumstances for sprouting. Okay. So you're going to repeat this, this, um, uh, straining and then rinsing and then, um, sitting for 12 hours. You're going to repeat that as many times as you need to until the beans start to sprout. So you'll literally see them, like you'll see the stem and maybe even some leaves starting to pop through the seed. Um, this usually takes around two to five days in most cases, two to four days probably in most cases. Um, so once you see the sprout coming out, then you know you're good to go. You've, you've done it. So once that happens, once the plant has really sprouted, you're going to pour all of that into um, a plate to dry completely or a baking sheet would work too. Let them dry completely and then you're going to store them in an airtight jar in the fridge. You can eat the sprouts raw or you can saute them and add them to your salads or you can put them in stir fries, curries, kitcheries, soups, smoothies, whatever you want. You can really add them to everything um, and it's really great 
you know, so, so in conclusion, um, soaking and sprouting your grains and your nuts, your seeds and your legumes is a really wonderful way to ensure that the body is absorbing and assimilating all the nutrients found in these foods while even enhancing the nutrients available within them. Okay. So again, like I said, I'm going to have these steps up on my website, emilyobrienwellness.com. I'll have that in the show notes as well. Um, so you can go check that out if you're more of a visual person and definitely try this out, right? Try to see how it goes to soak your nuts, soak your beans, Maybe you want to go the extra mile and sprout them, see how that goes. And just double check, like I said, make sure um, that you're, you're going online or you're going to some trusted source and just double checking how long do I need to soak black beans? How long do I need to soak chickpeas? For the most part, beans, when you're working with dried beans, I would say you're generally doing 8 to 12 hours of soaking. Um, I am more on that like 12 hour mark. I like to soak for a long time, Um, but at least eight hours, I would say. And then other things are going to be a little shorter, you know, so you can always just go and check. But I think a good rule of thumb is at least seven hours for the most part, you're going to soak whatever it is that you're working with. Um, There are a couple though, like buckwheat, I believe only really needs um, like a little bit, like several hours and that's it. It doesn't need a long time. And some of the nuts, um, won't necessarily get like the actual sprouting. So you, you can just soak those and move on. So just check in like Brazil nuts. I'm pretty sure if you soak the Brazil nuts, if you try to sprout them, nothing is going to come out of them. Um, little things like that. But for the most part, like if you're going to do sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, those are definitely going to sprout. You would want to sprout, um, you know, beans and stuff like that. Uh, so, so yeah. Okay. Hopefully this was beneficial. Hopefully it sparks a little bit of curiosity and you go in the kitchen and you play a little bit with, um, with soaking and sprouting. If you do, please let me know how it goes. I would love to hear. I'm always super interested in how everyone's kitchen projects go. I think it's so fun. Oh, I am making a cookbook. So initially some of you might've seen on Instagram, um, that I was making a cookbook with a friend of mine and she unfortunately had to back out due to, you know, personal things that have come up. But, um, but I am still going to take on the project just by myself now. (laughs) So I'm making a cookbook and I'm super excited about it. So, you know, as I learn more and practice more and play more in the kitchen, um, you'll probably hear more about food stuff from me. So hopefully you're into that as much as I am, because I love making food, playing with food, all of that. Um, really making things from scratch from the very beginning, you know, I love, I love doing all of that. So my cookbook will be out eventually. I'm going to spend a good time working on it, really perfecting these recipes and stuff, but definitely stay tuned for that. And we'll probably talk more about food on here because who doesn't love food? Um, okay. So if you have any questions, anything like that, you know, you can reach out to me. Otherwise I will talk to you next week. Hope you have a wonderful week. Stay happy, stay well, and um, yeah, all right. Love you.